You are listening to the Not Your Average Autism Mom podcast, the number one podcast for moms just like you, raising autistic children. How are moms like us who didn't plan for this unique parenting journey embracing life just as it is right now instead of staying stuck, wishing, hoping, and dreaming it was different? That is the question. And Not Your Average Autism Mom is the answer. My name is Shannon Urquiola, and I have been traveling this journey for over two decades. I have been where you are. All right, stay with me, and let's get on to this week's episode. Episode 167, Dare to be Different, Autism Without Conformity. Well, hello there, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of our podcast. Super glad, as always, that you're here with me. And today, I have kind of a thought-provoking topic that I want to explore, and one that challenges some traditional approaches to autism, but it's been on my mind lately, and I think it's a conversation we all need to have. And that is the idea of not changing everything about autism in our children, but instead focusing on helping the world around them understand and embrace who they truly are. But before I dive in, I want to remind you to hit that subscribe button if you haven't and share this podcast with others who might find it helpful. And please, if you haven't yet, take two minutes to leave a review. Your reviews help us reach and help more families just like ours who might be struggling. Now, as I get started, I want to start this by saying that this very well could be a perspective that might challenge some preconceived notions about autism. But I just think it's something worth talking about. And I came across this article that I thought was really insightful. It was titled Be True to Their Neurology. And it was all about the common pitfalls of trying to mold individuals with autism into a neurotypical mold. And it challenged the conventional approach to autism, asking us to reconsider our attempts at having our children on the spectrum conform to a neurotypical standard. And the words within this article just really struck a chord with me. And I believe it's just a perspective that I wanted to explore a little deeper. The article discussed the fact that for years, we've been attempting to treat autism by suppressing behaviors pushing individuals on the spectrum to conform to a neurotypical mold. And it highlighted that the consequence of that is a generation of adults on the spectrum who have struggled to fit in, leading to burnout, frustration, and in some cases, depression. And that they have faced a constant invalidation and struggled to fit into a mold that wasn't designed for them, right? And the consequences of this approach are not due to poor intentions from loved ones or teachers or helping professionals. And the author did emphasize that these attempts to help came from good intentions, 
But the flaw lies in the assumption that happiness and success can only be achieved by fitting into societal norms and being like us, the neurotypicals, right? We all want to see those on the spectrum lead happy and productive lives. However, I think that the noble goal of helping can sometimes unintentionally lead us down a path of assuming that happiness and success means being like us. And you know, if you've been with me for any amount of time, I often talk about the fact that our children do not have to live life like we do to be happy. And I think that's a big lesson that anyone parenting a child on the spectrum should learn. Jordan is 27 years old, and he has never had what I would call a real friend. He's never had a sleepover or any of the, you know, typical friend things. But you know what? Every night when he's in his, we call it his man cave, He's in there and he is carrying on and it sounds like there's a handful of people in there. And Dave and I just look at each other and we can honestly say with all the confidence in the world that he is happy. And you know what? That's what matters. Not what we, you know, you or I think brings happiness. He has found his own happiness. And it doesn't look a thing like I thought it should. We all want to support our kids and help them lead happy, productive lives. But we can't assume that happiness can only be achieved by fitting into our societal norms. And let's talk about neurology for a minute. We all have unique temperaments neurological profiles, and really aside from early interventions, those don't change very significantly over time, right? And there's a spectrum of personality traits. Some of us are more intellectual and detailed thinkers, while others are more artistic thinkers. We come in different paces, right? Fast-paced extroverts, sensitive introverts, or somewhere in between. All of our learning styles vary from visual and auditory learners to tactile learners. Some excel in organization and focus while some of you navigate life in a more scattered manner. Autism is a bio-neurological makeup that differs from neurotypical wiring. We know that individuals with autism process information differently. They experience the world in a distinct way. They may struggle processing multiple things of information simultaneously and can become overwhelmed when they're pressured to do so. However, maybe they excel at catching those details or sensory patterns. They dance to a different drummer with a defined beat. So here's the question we need to reflect on. Are we inadvertently contributing to the frustration and anxiety of our children by trying to make them something they're not wired to be? 
The article suggested that instead of denying who they are, we should embrace their neurological differences, redefining them as strengths, and make accommodations for them to excel. Well, I just want to say, I don't know about you, but if you're anything like me, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what you do day in and day out. As parents of children on the spectrum, we face the delicate balance of embracing our children's differences while also preparing them for a world they might not always understand or accept them. And I don't think any of us are forcing our children against the grain of their nervous system. But instead, I think we are doing everything we can to help our children learn to navigate a world that isn't set up for them. We're taking them to therapy to help them help themselves. We want them to be able to advocate for themselves, not change who they are. One of the fundamental aspects that I think we all grapple with is wanting to embrace our children's uniqueness without succumbing to the pressure of conformity. As parents, we don't want to change our children. We want to celebrate their differences, but, and it's a really crucial, but we also understand the importance of preparing them for the world that we hope they might navigate independently one day. And it's a delicate balance, allowing them to be themselves while equipping them with the skills to interact effectively within society norms, right? It's a journey of embracing the uniqueness of our children without losing sight of the importance of preparing them for a world that might not always understand them. I believe as parents of children on the spectrum, one of our greatest desires is to embrace their differences rather than change them. We understand that our children are unique, each with their own neurology strengths and challenges. But it's a delicate dance nurturing their authenticity while equipping them with those tools to navigate a world that just isn't prepared for their uniqueness. Finding the balance or allowing our children to be themselves while providing the necessary guidance to help them fit into a society that often values conformity. The reality is that society often operates on unwritten rules and expectations. And as parents, it's our responsibility to equip our children with the tools to understand and abide by these societal norms. It's about daring to be different without feeling the pressure to conform entirely. One important aspect we need to consider is teaching our children the difference between acceptable and unacceptable behavior. Because by doing so, we empower them to engage with the world around them in a way that promotes understanding and acceptance. So while we celebrate their uniqueness, we also recognize the importance of establishing boundaries. 
And boundaries provide a framework that allows our children to understand what is and isn't acceptable, helping them navigate through life a little more easily. Boundaries are the foundation upon which our children can build a sense of security and understanding in a world that may seem confusing to them. When you establish clear and consistent boundaries, it's not about stifling their uniqueness. It's about providing a framework for them to thrive within. And as parents, our role extends beyond just acknowledging and accepting our children's differences. It involves actively teaching them the rules of society that will enable them to function independently. This isn't about making them conform. It's about giving them the tools to navigate that world that doesn't always understand or accommodate their uniqueness. And I know it's a challenge, isn't it? We want our children to be themselves, to express themselves authentically, but we also want to prepare them for a world that probably won't always be accepting of their differences. So how do we strike that balance? Well, let's talk about independence. As parents, we strive to empower our children to one day navigate life independently. We want them to be confident in their abilities. In today's world, independence often means understanding and adhering to appropriate social behaviors. And I can't help but reflect on the importance of preparing our children for a world that isn't going to understand their unique perspectives. We have to teach them not only life skills, but also social skills. In our quest to prepare them for an independent life, we have to also acknowledge that societal gap that does exist. The world may not always be ready for them, but that doesn't mean we can't work towards a more inclusive and understanding society. And that starts with education, advocacy, and fostering a sense of acceptance for neurodiversity. Navigating society norms doesn't mean erasing our children's unique traits. It means helping them understand and work within the existing framework. It involves providing them with tools and strategies to communicate effectively, to build relationships, and lead independent lives. I recently came across this powerful quote that resonates with the essence of what I'm talking about. And this is what it said. It's not our job to toughen our children up to face a cruel and heartless world. It's our job to raise children who will make the world a little less cruel and heartless. As parents of children on the spectrum, we have the opportunity to not only embrace our children's differences, but also to empower them to be advocates for themselves and others. It's about 
fostering a sense of self-awareness and empathy, qualities that will serve them well as they navigate a world that isn't going to always understand their perspective. For children on the spectrum, boundaries provide a sense of security and predictability. They offer guidelines on what is acceptable and what isn't. As parents, it becomes our responsibility to instill these boundaries, not as a means of suppressing individuality, but as a tool to help them thrive in a world that doesn't appreciate their uniqueness. And I've experienced the struggles of wanting Jordan to be who he is while also recognizing the importance of teaching him the rules of the game. And let's touch on the concept of individuality within boundaries that we set. Our children are not defined solely by their diagnosis. They are individuals with unique strengths and interests and capabilities. By understanding and embracing their individuality, we can tailor our approach to parenting, making sure that it aligns with their specific needs and preferences. This journey requires continuous learning and adaption. As our children grow, so too does our understanding of what they need to thrive. It's about being open to new insights and embracing the challenges and celebrating the victories. But how do we as parents find this delicate balance between allowing our children to be different and wanting them to fit in? How do we prepare our children for a world that isn't fully prepared for them? Well, I think it begins with open communication and a genuine understanding of our children's needs, strengths, and challenges. It's about fostering independence, teaching acceptable behavior, and instilling boundaries without taking away from who they are. It's daring to be different without forsaking the tools that will make their journey smoother. Our journey as parents of children on the spectrum is multifaceted, right? We want our children to be comfortable in their own skin, to revel in their strengths, and to embrace their differences. Yet at the same time, we recognize the need to guide them in understanding what behaviors are acceptable and what behaviors are not acceptable. Navigating this requires a nuanced approach. It's about creating an environment where our children can be themselves while also instilling a sense of responsibility and awareness. The goal is not for them to stand out in a crowd, but rather to move through it with ease confident in who they are and equipped with the tools to interact the best they know how. And as parents, we have to remember that our role extends beyond the walls of our home. We're not just raising children. We're preparing them to become active, engaged, productive members of society. And look, I get it. Not all of our children will be on that path. Obviously, if you're listening to me, you know that 
Jordan is not a productive member of society. He is my responsibility. But you don't know, maybe you don't know what that path looks like for you. It's still our responsibility as parents to equip them with the skills and knowledge to face the world with confidence. And as I wrap up today, I encourage you to reflect on your own journey as a parent of a child on the spectrum. It's about embracing your child's uniqueness while equipping them with the skills to thrive in a world that may not always understand them. Let's dare to be different, dare to celebrate individuality, and dare to create a world that embraces the beauty of neurodiversity. I'd love to know what strategies have worked for you in finding that delicate balance between embracing uniqueness and preparing them for you know, societal expectations. I'd love to hear your stories and insights. Thank you for joining me on this exploration of a topic that's close to our hearts and one that we, you know, obviously we take on with love and understanding and resilience. As always, I invite you to connect with us, share your thoughts, and be part of our Not Your Average Autism Mom community. Be sure you follow us at Not Your Average Autism Mom on Facebook. You can find me at Shannon Urquiola on Instagram. And if you're a mom or a female caregiver, be sure you have joined our Not Your Average Autism Mom movement on Facebook too. All the links are in the show notes. Until next week, remember, you, mama, are doing amazing at this mom thing. Hey, so if you're loving what you're learning on the podcast, I want to ask you to take a minute and write a review. That's how we reach more moms just like us. And that is how you can pay it forward to help another mom who might be struggling right now. I also want to invite you to check out our Not Your Average Autism Mom membership. That's where we dive deeper into all the topics we discuss on the podcast and where you can get individual help and learn coaching tools that will make your life better every day. When you become Not Your Average Autism Mom, you take on an identity with an incredible community of women across the globe, all raising autistic children who all show up to show the world they are not your average autism mom. It's my favorite place to be. So head on over to the website, www.notyouraverageautismmom.com to find out all the details. And listen, if we're not open for new members right now, make sure you join the wait list. So you're the first to know when we open. We hope you do. We would love to work with you inside.